Here we go. The last film before the big finale of this certain area of Marvel films. We have to be introduced to what is considered one of the most powerful characters in the MCU. We're talking about Captain Marvel. But is she as powerful as they say? Is this film really going to bridge us between Infinity War and Endgame? Are we going to get our nuts ready to bust <laughs> for Avengers Endgame after this? Well, we'll find out on a very already too graphic edition of the Review Review. Captain Marvel! <laughs> Captain Marvel! All the world's waiting for you! <laughs> Welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small town dudes and one guy struggle through the intro. <laughs> I think they're getting worse every time I do them. <laughs> I'm Troy to the max extreme. I've been a scroll this whole time, oh, Troy. Oh, you fucking son of a bitch! You know what? I saw it coming. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's why I have so much facial hair. I'm not good at it. <laughs> I'm not good at hiding my identity. You just have to grow hair over it. Yeah, or I just glue a bunch to my face. Good. Good old horse. I can't get the lower jaw part just right. I guess just put a bunch of hair there. Glue, glue a bunch of horse pubes on my face. That's right. They're the only ones that are thick enough. <laughs> it's the only material thick enough to hide my, my gross goblin chin. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening in this review? <laughs> uh, today we are going over Captain Marvel, the biggest MCU event ever in March, maybe. It's <laughs> uh, Troy, it's so empowering. We're going to talk about it. Hey, we're going to talk about that for sure at the top of the hour. Good. Before we get into that, JT, I got some news for you. News for me? News for you. Sorry. Baby yeah. monitor. <laughs> Baby coffin. She fine. Is she? Yeah, she fine. She coffin. <laughs> She's in a coffin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's morbid. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> just in case. Just in case child service people I need to say that. <laughs> it's legal. <laughs> um... And I got some fun news, JT. All of fun. my news and even trailer stuff, all Disney-centric. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Starting with Disney Marvel. Yes. Here we go. Disney starting that Disney Plus streaming service soon mm -hmm. enough, whenever mm -hmm. that drops sometime. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they have announced a Marvel What If animated series. Uh-oh. Now, if you don't know what this is, JT, let me explain it to you specifically. Yeah. What If is a comic book series in which they zig where maybe the comic zagged from before. Ooh. So they'll take popular storylines such as when the Fantastic Four met Galactus or what uh, when Thor found his hammer, but maybe tweak it a little bit yeah. in which 
Spider-Man encountered Galactus, or Loki found Thor's hammer instead. Oh my Just God. take fun little plays on these uh, big popular events and maybe skew the opposite direction. What if Magneto had acid reflux? What if? <laughs> Find out on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> What if uh, Mr. Fantastic had uh, male pattern baldness early in his life? What if? I'm going to do the really boring ones. <laughs> or it's just the same, but he's like, oh, man, I'm losing my hair way earlier than I thought I would. <laughs> what if the thing kept his pinkies? Because, you know, he's got weird hands. He only has three fingers. But, the, <laughs> but his pinkies are normal. <laughs> Yeah, he's got human pinkies. <laughs> oh my god. Guys, don't hurt my pinkies. I mean, what I'm, if? I'm full I'm completely stoned, but my pinkies, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to die, but it's going to hurt mm -hmm. if you hit, if you hit my pinkies. Probably jam one up at least. Yeah. God. Oh, man, got to get some athletic tape or something. I jammed I my know. pinky the other day. Always have one of those like medical splints on. <laughs> <laughs> I should really just cut these pinkies off, guys. <laughs> They're too much. Oh, my. I could probably get away with three fingers and a thumb. <laughs> he always has anyway. I mean, what what's he doing with those human pinkies? Uh, next bit of news I got, JT. Shang-Chi, master of kung fu, yeah. is going to be one of the next Marvel features Ooh. somewhere soon down the pipeline. My, yeah, I heard about this. Get it, like an, uh, a mostly Asian cast for a comic book film? Yep. Yep. Crazy Rich Asians making that... Impact. That's right. So much so, they have a director at this point. <gasps> Destin Daniel Cretton, or Cretan. Uh, if you don't know who the director is, he directed Short Term 12 and The Glass Castle. Uh, both starring Brie Larson. Fun Ooh. fact, she's in Captain Marvel. Ooh. Thought I'd put that out there. Okay. I haven't seen either of these movies, but I heard... Um, I, I think, think I might have seen Glass Castle... There is a book called The Glass Castle, and I think Chelsea went to go see it, because it's, like, one of her favorite books. Don't remember who it's written by. Isn't it one... Is it, one like, or like a woman's, like, like locked in a glass house or something? I don't I don't know. Maybe that's one's Maybe called The Glass Maybe it's a glass, glass castle. <laughs> she locked in a glass know. castle? I don't know. I, I, I might be making shit up now. I think you are. I think it's about an alcoholic father. Okay, then that's not what, that's not what I was <laughs> thinking about. I'm fairly certain it is anyway. Um, anyway, so the director of that is going to be directing the Shang-Chi Master of Kung Fu movie. We'll see. I never thought they'd ever make this into a movie, so we'll see how it goes. We shall see. For everything that's coming down the pipeline after Endgame, it seems like they're almost like downplaying a little bit. Yeah. Like they're not doing these heroes with huge, fantastic powers. They got like... The Black Widow movie coming out. Yeah. Uh, well, Spider-Man. I mean, that's like an odd one, kind of off to the side, because yeah. Sony still has the things with it. Yeah. And then, like, Shang-Chi. I'm like, what are you doing? See, I Maybe heard... they got a plan. Oh, and then they got, like, the Eternals. That's, like, all godly power stuff. Yeah. I, I well, a, a fun theory that I heard was that, like, the reason that they're... They might be aiming for more uh, less powerful heroes. Is that they might be since they bought Fox, they might aim for a Avengers film that features Doctor Doom. Oh, okay. And make it like a more Earth centric type story. That'd be cool. I'd be into that. I can't wait for that to happen. 
Yeah. And you know when it's going to happen, JT? That's one of my news bits right here. What? What a segue. Not even planned. God damn it. Put your script away. Okay. <laughs> hold on, hold on. <clears throat> cool, Troy. Tell me more about it. Thanks. I thought you were going to skip that line. It was going to throw me right off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Disney sets uh, March 20th. That's this month. JT. Are you fucking kidding as me? As the official date when all of Fox's stuff become Disney stuff. So uh, that <clears throat> means that it we might see some Fox stuff in uh, Endgame. Maybe? Very. Could they use it? I don't. Unless they film something. Like the ver- next day. That day. <laughs> that day. Like, <laughs> we just got the word. Let's do this stinger. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, maybe they could even do it now and just not tell anybody and be like, yeah. oh yeah, we filmed that on the 20th. And then. It wouldn't be, like, it wouldn't <clears throat> be officially illegal unless, like, it was out in theaters, would it? I don't think so. I mean, they're not distributing it. Yeah. So I don't see why. It's in the can. It's not like, it, they're not making money off of it as long as it's not out there amongst yeah. the people. I don't know all the legal mumbo jump. I would think if anything went into production with that kind of stuff, though, still under the Fox banner. There could be, like, legal ramifications of that. Hollywood, call us. But, um, yeah, they, I mean, if anything, like, they, at the end of Avengers, they filmed that shawarma scene, like, a week before Avengers came out. Yeah. I don't see why they couldn't do something, like, a month out from Endgame. I'm telling you. They do, like, a sweet Doctor Doom type thing leading up to, uh, possibly uh, some more Avengers where it's more Earth-centric. I you have to imagine when this deal started. Yeah, people already got into pre-production of stuff. Oh, somewhere yeah. behind the scenes. Yeah, it's like when's it gonna happen? Oh yeah, we can fit this shit in. <laughs> yeah, even if we can't get it in the stinger for Endgame, we'll put it in the stinger for Spider-Man. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, right. So I don't know. That's I think high hopes. Mm-hmm. But uh, it could be cool if that happened. But no, like doing like a <clears throat> cool like. Uh, Part of the the fight is like kind of political because it's like a whole other country mm-hmm. where it's like oh shit we want to fight this guy but it's like we got all this like shit to go through where these other countries are like why are you picking on this country huh right America right with your big powerful people and there's just this guy that's trying to get by right yeah it's cool because like in Latveria what Doctor Doom owns like the people love him because they brought he brought more prosperity to their country. Yeah. He just happens to be a dictator that makes robots of himself and picks <laughs> fights with Mr. Fantastic all the time. Yo. <clears throat> so he has one cool. flaw. It's, yeah, come on. If it's just one flaw, it's his vanity. I can overlook that. <laughs> At least we have food to eat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Come on. We get to eat a goat every once in a while or whatever. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, I would love Dr. Doom. In yeah, the he's kind of one of the more the more prominent villains for uh, the Avengers, isn't he? Uh, sometimes, sometimes yeah. he is. He's like a big Fantastic Four villain for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, I love it when he, it, he's like more of like the anti-hero, and he has to work alongside reluctantly with heroes, or more or less they were work reluctantly with him. Yeah. I really like that as- aesthetic, and I just think nice. he's got a great look. Oh, yeah, he looks cool. My God. Yeah. Dr. Doom. Can yeah. you imagine Dr. Yeah. Doom? God damn it. God damn it. Uh, another announcement from Disney, JT. Wait on me. Are you a fan of Star Wars? Um, yeah. Are you a fan of Disney World? Uh, yeah. Well, then you should go to May 
31st, Disney World. Get in that line right now. Oh, God. Because Star Wars Galaxy's Edge will be opening May 31st. Man, even if I wanted to go to that, I'm going to wait like another, like five years. Because <laughs> that, yeah. that place is going to be packed to the fucking brim for yeah. at least like the next five to ten years. For sure it is. For sure it is. <laughs> it's going to be like... <clears throat> You're not going to be able to even see the floor. <laughs> no, I can't even imagine the sweaty hot box of an attraction that Oof. is going to be in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding? I heard somewhere that they said that there's going to be like a ride where like you actually uh, can like man the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Where it's like you can pilot it and then you also have two other people that are like manning the turrets. Cool. And it's supposed to like last like tw- like if you if you make it all the way through it'll last up to twenty minutes. Oh my god! Can you imagine the line in that? No shit. <laughs> Just be in there all day to Just be never die ride it. already. <laughs> <clears throat> but that's all my news, JT. All my Disney centric news. Oh, man, it's so Disney. Troy, I know. It's like you're almost being bought out by them. Who knows? Maybe I'm getting money by Big Disney. <laughs> you fucking Big <laughs> Disney bitch. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. I've come down with some sort of sickness. Gross. Stay away from me. Who knew that a daycare could just be infested plague worth... <laughs> I can't even make sentences now. <laughs> <clears throat> it's just a goddamn contamination zone. Uh, Troy. I know that you uh, you are uh, pretty up to date on Sesame Street. Yes. Thanks to your uh, daughter. Yes. Well, I've got some good news for you, Troy. If she uh, if she's still really into it in the next two years, because Warner Brothers is making a live action Sesame Street film set to be released on January fifteenth, twenty twenty one. Oh my God! Full length feature, eh? Yeah, they're doing it. How about it? Should be uh, almost three years old. Going to a Sesame Street movie with her dad? Kill me, but <laughs> I can see I can see uh, the fam going to that. We'll check it out. Before. Well, we'll see. Have you seen any of the uh, Sesame? Why am I even asking this question? Mm-hmm. No, you haven't. Mm-mm. There was like a holiday movie that came out like last year. It was yeah, only like... on HBO. Something about a wishing pickle. What was like Elmo something? I don't Elmo know. Elmo in Grouchland or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. No, that's not it. <laughs> anyway, it's fine. Elmo and Chris switch bodies. It's a riot. It's a riot. <laughs> it's a fucking riot, man. <laughs> Troy, those Russos. Uh-huh. Making that end game. Yes. But after that, they've got some plans with uh, old Spider-Man himself, Tom Holland. Oh. He's going to be starring in a film called Cherry... Okay. Which is a heist film oh. based on a 2018 novel where a former Iraq War Army medic robs banks to pay for his medical bills because of his PTSD. Oh my. A lot going on in that. Yeah. There was a lot more than I thought because I was like, <laughs> what the, f- what? There's a lot of shit. <laughs> Sounds interesting. I'll give it that. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm for, especially the <clears throat> Russos always seem to be pretty good with those genre type films. They've been on a bit of a tear lately. They've been ripping it up. Uh, Tom Holland is hot right now. So hot. So, we'll see. 
Got star talent on this thing. So much. So much. So yeah, curious to see that. Whenever it comes out. Yeah, whenever. I don't even know when. Who knows? Gotta wrap up all that Spider-Man stuff, all that Endgame stuff. All that Endgame stuff. Get that out of be so... Man, that Endgame. It better be fucking worth it. Yeah. <laughs> You're just gonna unload. <clears throat> it's the... like, I know it's like three hours long. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. It's... How dare they? We'll see, though. It'll oh, be boy. on the show. It'll be on the show. I think I'll skip it. Okay. <laughs> You'll miss it, and then I'll try and explain it to you. Like we're going to do uh, for this coming Monday show, where we both watch the different film. Uh, yeah, check that out. Yep. It's a good time. Tomb Raider. Yeah. Troy watched the 2001 one, and I watched the 2018 one. We're going to try and explain it to each other, and hilarity ensues. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah that's all my news troy all right light news day very light yep. well we're coming up into there the was a pretty big dump last week yeah so we're, and we're dropping into the early blockbuster season yeah everyone's so. just kind of holding off and yeah. seeing how things play out that's right so we'll see won't we we will we see got captain marvel already dropped we got uh what shazam coming in a couple weeks uh yeah and then we got maybe. hellboy us is coming out in two weeks I us think. is coming i think that drops the same time as shazam, shazam. comes out i think a week after that a week after or two weeks after that okay and then know. end game at the end of the month Woo! yeah lots of Walk out! stuff troy Walk out! my god well that being said it's all done all mm. of this is done Get it's all it. fucking done. Give it. Get, just give it to us. Just give it to us. Do you have the same one I have? I do, have, but I have two. Oh, you lying. And you only have one? Freak. Yeah, I only got okay. one. Well, I got two. Uh, I, I just stumbled on this one before we started. All right. Uh, IFC putting on a film based on Charlie Manson. Called Chuck Manson up, too. Called Charlie yeah. Says. Okay. Where uh, Charles Manson would actually be played by Matt Smith. Oh, from Doctor Who yeah. fame? and he looks pretty spot on Okay, in this. Okay. And uh, it seems like the film is actually taking uh, <clears throat> the perspective of the three women that he coaxed into doing the those murders that night. Okay. And seeing like how they went from just being these everyday normal girls to these, like, weird murdering chicks that are kind of brainwashed. Okay. It looks pretty interesting. All right. Sounds and, good. Like, they kind of go into like maybe like a few of the things, like the few abusive things that he did to like kind of break him down to where he could kind of get him to do what he says. Oh, it looks pretty interesting. There's been a, a quite a swath of serial killer stuff out as of late. I know it's yeah. It's There's weird. Like, <laughs> I saw like a meme on Twitter the other day where it's like, White girls, whenever, uh, whenever a new uh, docu series about serial killers comes on Netflix, and it's just like a picture of Anna Kendrick smiling. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's okay. So funny tangent. I I like to ask people what uh, podcasts they listen to. Um, just at work in general, if I know they listen to some. Yeah. And I usually always get the same answer. It's like, well... Cereal? I, I love my 
true crime ones. And I'm like, of course. God, how can you listen to murders all day? <laughs> it's so depressing to me. I know. I, I'd say the same thing, but I listen to, like the dollop and stuff. I listen to like the dollop and and uh, behind the bastards all the time. So God. it's like it's probably just as bad. <clears throat> it is because I had to stop listening to those because I'm like I'm just so yeah. sad. Listening, <laughs> listening about dog shit human beings and like horrible political policies that dollop does uh, like the dollop did one the other day where they talked about like it's literally called a government thing called operation wetback oh my god yeah where they would like they like flew mexicans that would come over the border like further into mexico so they wouldn't cross the border but then they like they wouldn't be anywhere near their home uh, and like they just we're literally a fuck. We're a shitty fucking country. <laughs> they bring up some shit in there every once in a while where it's like, you make me want to fucking move. Jesus. We're fucking terrible. Oh, God. <laughs> you look so disgusted. I, I, I don't even want to go on anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, Charlie says. Great. Great. <laughs> great. <laughs> uh,. The other one is the big one that came out this last week. Yeah. I think the first full trailer yeah. for Aladdin. There's been like a few teases here and there, but this is the fee- the the first huge trailer. That's right. Uh what did you what did you think of this trailer? Well, you know, I've I've been very skeptical about this. Yes. Didn't like how uh Will Smith looked with like his face. Floating all over that blue body. <laughs> right. Right. But uh, with this viewing, with this new trailer, I'm a little more optimistic. So am I. A tad bit more optimistic. I, I feel like they are throwing some things in here that will be different. And uh, Amacy is coughing. She agrees with me through uh, through coughing. She's just trying to interrupt you. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, I think it sucks. <coughs> we'll see about Bullshit. that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. It looks like they're they're gonna throw some uh, stuff in there that's gonna maybe not deviate from the story, but kind of add to the story. Like it looks like they. they think they're gonna have a thing where like Iago turns into like a weird pterodactyl, <laughs> and like just like fucking just lays waste to Agrabah, where you're like, Jesus Christ. What is happening there? Um, for whatever reason, I assumed from the teasers that this was going to stray a bit from the original movie. Yeah. And this trailer looks way more just like a live-action adaptation of the animated movie. Yeah. It's like course corrected a little bit i think yeah i feel like the changes they're making are to make sure that like it, to make it work with what they have yeah like will smith is not coming off as robin williams or like right. trying to come off as robin williams right i heard like a really funny comparison where it's like the genie is like hitch <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god somebody make that cover right now <laughs> It's just the genie leaning where it's like, oh. <laughs> I would love it. Uh, but yeah, I, I think I actually fell into the Will Smith genie a little bit on this one, too. Yeah, like, he's not as, like, 
ADD as like the Robin Williams genie is. Right. But like, he's still fun and like bouncy and animated yeah, and stuff. Like more he's than just I kind thought. of like that smoother, like, come on, man, just talk to her, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, I can. I think he's trying to make it work with what he has. And I'm for that. Yep. I'll give it I'll give it a chance if that's what it's gonna be. Yeah. I was way more hopeful watching this than I was on anything before. Yeah. The only thing that got me down on it is that I don't think I like the rendition of a whole new world that they started singing in this. Yeah, well, it's a few bars. It's not <clears> a big I deal. know it's just a few bars, but it sounded just a little flat, a little, a little sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. A whole new world. Just a little bit. Listen, I sing a whole new world all the time don't with you, Macy. Don't you dare close your eyes. I really <laughs> I really nail it, okay? I'm not oh, going to yeah. lie. I fucking nail that song. Oh, yeah. And this uh, version, I'm just like, they're not picking it up. They need to step it up. I, I Give me a little pep. I'd sing A Whole New World on karaoke with like another guy friend. Did just, you kill it? Oh, we killed it. Great. We killed it. Probably killed it better than they killed it. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I did the Jasmine part, too. I nailed the oh, shit out of God. that. Can you even get any better than you are right now? Unbelievable skies. <laughs> Oh, I would sing along, but I'm a little sick right now. I wouldn't be able to carry that's a fine. tune. Don't bit, you dare close your eyes. A bit nasally. Uh, but yeah, that's all the trailers I got, JT. So what Man, do we... Very short short news all around. To the point. We're getting Just To the point, okay? We got a lot to tackle with this Captain Marvel Trimming coming up. the fat is what we're doing. Got a lot of this, lot of, lot, lot of, uh, lot to tackle with this Captain Marvel. We got to get through this shit. <laughs> that's right. Before we get into the real thing. But first of all, Troy... Turn random movies five. Yes, National Lampoon's Vacation versus Roadhouse. Troy, this one kind of took me by surprise. Did it? Did it change? No. Uh, okay. National Lampoon's Vacation beat Roadhouse. I saw that it was winning very early. Yeah. <clears throat> it. I was thrown back. I would. I would have thought for sure Roadhouse would have taken it. It's so much in the pop culture, especially with Family Guy. Yeah. I, I was thinking for sure it would win, but no. People are loving that National Lampoon's vacation. All right. All right. It took a spot. <clears throat> okay. So we got our final four, Troy, for our semifinals <laughs> of Platoon, The Amazing Spider-Man, Children Men, and National Lampoon's Vacation. Okay. Which, of course, leads us to our first semifinal match of Platoon versus The Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I think this one's a little uneven. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just going by what's in the semifinals. Platoon versus Spider-Man. Children Man versus... Uh, National Lampoon's, National Lampoon's Vacation. Vacation. Do you... Can you guess a winner right now? Mm. I mean, I was thinking for sure Roadhouse would go all the way because... I just thought it was so popular. Um, I don't know. I'm thinking just because they're classics, it might be between either Platoon or Vacation. I was thinking that too. But Children of Men is held in such high regard. Right. I, I mean, I think the only one that I'm pretty sure won't win is The Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm hoping it won't win because I want to fucking talk about Spider-Man again. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to... We're going to talk about Spider-Man so much. <laughs> you don't want to talk about how Dr. Connors just wants to turn the world into lizard people? Yeah. yeah. What a plot. What a yeah. plot. 
He just wants to be the fucking smoke show of lizard people. That's right. And why like, would you? I was you the want first it? one, man. Everyone want I'm everyone would want to fuck me. That's right. I'm the OG lizard. <laughs> uh I I have an idea of who think who I think is going to take this round. All right. Look, and then this round and then the whole tournament all together. The whole tournament all together. Okay. Platoon versus Amazing Spider-Man. Who do you got, Troy? I I think I got Platoon on this. Yeah. I I mean we're gonna try and we're still gonna try and get eight GHD's dad to talk about oh of course very man that's gonna if we do do that that's gonna be a fucking hard episode <laughs> yes that's not a good idea to do it's not <clears throat> not at all <laughs> I'm like dreading it uh listen I don't want him to come on and talk about his actual time in Vietnam no that'll talk be about sad. platoon. Yeah, talk about Platoon, I'm all for it. But if he starts getting into, like, stories where it's like, we had to do this to survive, I'd be like, man... This is not the show. We need to take a break. <laughs> we need to take a break. <laughs> I'm gonna go take up smoking. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, anyway, good tourney so far. Yeah. Let's see if we got any surprises left. There you go. Platoon versus Amazing So what What do you think is going to take the whole thing? Do you think it's going to be Platoon? I think it's Platoon that's going to take All the, the way? whole thing. Oh, I wow. think so. Wow. I think. Oh, wow. I didn't think it when it first started because I thought it might. I know it's a popular movie, but I think it would have been outvoted by like a comedy or something. Yeah. Nope. Not, not so far. Really? Have we had a comedy ever win? Oh, uh, well, we had... Uh, UHF. UHF. Is he consider that a comedy? <laughs> <laughs> you are so hard on UHF. <laughs> but we had... Uh, didn't Falling Down win one? Or was I thinking of something else? Yeah, Falling Down won. That's not necessarily a comedy. <laughs> no. Man, I don't remember any of these. I'll remember if you say them, but I can't remember who won the tournaments. They all bleed uh, together. Let's see. We got... Well, there's four of them. So we had UHF, <laughs> Tombstone, okay. Falling Down, and then the last one was Jerry Maguire. That's right. All been, except for UHF, that <laughs> one's the wild card. <laughs> Some sort of drama-esque movie. Yeah. All right. People, people want to know what we think about these heavy films. We'll see what, if anything bucks the trend, I guess. We'll see. All right. Well, that'll jump us into the, I suppose, the main event of the evening. Have you got nothing else? No. That's that's, that's we're we're into it. We're in we're in the thick of it. We're in the shit now. We're in aren't the we? shit, as they would say in <laughs> Platoon. <laughs> uh, dropping March eighth, twenty nineteen, with a budget of one hundred and fifty two million dollars. Uh, crushed the fuck out of that. <clears throat> opening weekend made $153.4 million. Yeah. Domestically, as of the 12th of March, yeah. it's made 179 point, no, $179 million. Yeah. Worldwide, total of $524.2 million. Yeah. I, I heard that it's already like at a half bill. Yeah. So. And it's. Opening weekend, essentially. Get that bill bell ready, Troy. <laughs> the next couple weeks or so, yeah. that bill bell's got to get out. My God. This movie 
ranked number six in all-time opening weekends. Woof. Can you name the top five Fuck you, Troy. opening weekends? Avatar. No. Jesus. No. That's like a number one grossing, but this is yeah. just opening weekend. Opening weekend. I'll give you a hint. The Avengers? They're blockbusters. <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. The Avengers? Which one? The first one? No. The second one? N- no. Uh, Infinity War. Yes. Okay. That one is number one. <laughs> okay. Of all time. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom? No. Jurassic World? Yes. That one's number four. <sighs> I'll give you another hint. Yeah. They're pretty popular. God damn it! <laughs> Just fucking say them then. Jesus. <laughs> number five comes in with Harry Potter Deathly Hollows Part 2. Yeah. Number four was Jurassic World, as you said. Number yeah. three, Star Wars The Force Awakens. Okay. Can't believe you didn't even guess a Star Wars movie. Hey, fuck <laughs> number two was the one that I thought would most likely hang you up was Fate of the Furious. Oh, there is you number go. two of all time opening weekends. Can't wait to watch it, Troy. <laughs> Can't fucking wait. <laughs> <clears throat> we'll get so, there. Won't did we? you see what it beat for number six? What what's number seven? Oh, um, I can look it up really quick if you don't mind. Yeah, I want to see what what movie did it beat to get the number six slot. Oh, what tab do I got this open on? Huh? For a second, I thought you were gonna say, you were gonna say tag. Like, <laughs> Jesus, I mean that much money. <laughs> tag. That's right. That movie tag, <laughs> where all those friends played tag. Yeah. It made that much money. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, Captain Mar... I gotta search it again. Um, I was... It really shocked me that... Well, I, I don't know. That, like, Black Panther wasn't in this list. Yeah. Is that the one you're kind of looking for? Uh, maybe. Um... Let me just get a top 10 here in opening weekends. Number 10 is Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Oh, wow. Nine, Furious 7. Eight, BVS. Seven, The Last Jedi. And then oh. six, five, four, three, two, one. There we go. The Last Jedi. I wonder where Jedi. Black Panther falls in there. Because that one was... I feel like Black Panther is one of those ones where it was like, over the course of time, it got... Black Panther. Panther comes in at 17. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I mean, yeah. still not bad. Top 20 yeah. films of all time. Uh, opening weekend, it made $371.4 million. So, yeah. not bad at all. <laughs> Jump change. <laughs> um, Ron Tomatoes has Captain Marvel at a 79%, okay. despite all the trolls jumping on to yeah. fuck it all up. Uh, IMDb has it at a 7.1 out of 10, Metacritic at 64%, oh and MadWolf.com. Mad. Three oh. and a half stars <laughs> out of five. I think we did that one before, and I think, I was like, oh, I'm mad. <laughs> maybe so. I pick them <laughs> at random, but maybe I did pick that one before. Um, so, JT, what happened in Captain Marvel? Well, we follow a... Uh, Cree woman by the name of what the fuck's Veers Veers yeah who is uh part of this 
a special task force that is in charge of eradicating these villainous aliens known as Skrulls who move into into uh, different planets and take over by uh, disguising themselves as people that live on that planet and then eradicating all of life or whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, in the process of chasing a certain Skrull, she ends up on Earth in uh, the 90s where she comes across a young Nick Fury who uh, is helping her track down these scrolls that have found their way onto planet Earth to uh, get rid of them and save the human race. My God. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Which is never said in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> also, all of all of this taking place while she is trying to uh, get harness some memories of her past. Right. Her memories yeah. are a tad fuzzy. Yeah. Yes. Let's get into it, shall yeah. we? Uh, before we get started, Troy, I feel like I need to do a disclaimer for this one. Because, uh, like, I feel like this is the one movie that... This movie does a really good job of uh, making you feel like shit when you think of anything critical about it. Because, <laughs> like, <clears throat> I, I walked out of this and, like, I had some thoughts uh-huh. walking out. But then I was, like, walking by so many, like, families... Where, like, there was just, like, little girls and, like, moms being like, wasn't that awesome? And they'd be like, yeah! We're like, ugh, I feel like a shithead now. Yeah. So, like, I'm just gonna say, like, for anyone that listens to this, if if you think Captain Marvel is amazing and you don't want any kind of viewpoint that muddies your opinion of it or, like, makes it feel like I'm shitting on you, feel free not to listen to this because I'm gonna have some things to say. I do have some positive things to say, uh-huh. but, like, if you want to hate listen and talk about how much of an asshole I am, keep listening. <laughs> That's fine. But I'm not going to try and, like, hide my opinion on what I think about this because of, like, because I, I do think that it, it's good to have a strong female character out there that people can look up to. Yeah. But I do have some things to say in terms of critiques. Yeah. And I don't want to, like make people feel like I'm, like, talking down to them or, like... I'm, it might just be that I just don't understand it, the things that, I, that I'm that i going to critique. I'm not saying that I hate it. I'm just saying <laughs> there's some things that I... That Let me I, just stop you. Okay. I just don't want you to dig yourself a hole. We okay. get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me also back you up here. Okay. I agree with you. Yeah. I also have critiques of this film... And I do agree, even with all of the the pre-shit before this movie even came out, with the yeah. internet trolls and anti-feminists and all that kind of stuff, Yeah, it was exhausting to even want to talk about this movie, Yeah, even before it came out. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, by the time I'm doing this right now, I'm actually sick of this movie. <laughs> Not just because it's in so much right yeah. now. Yeah. But I do have criticisms of the movie, but a great thing about this is, is the same thing that's great, like, with a movie like Black Panther. Yeah. It's made for people who don't have this kind of movie yet for them. Yeah. And, like, I love that there's pictures of little girls out there. Like, I can only imagine, like, my daughter, 
looking up at a poster of Captain Marvel, be like, I want to be like, just think about that and want to make like makes me want to cry. Yeah, because like my daughter can have something like exactly, that. exactly. And my and my wife Chelsea, when we were done watching this movie, she's like, I really love that movie. Yeah, because that woman was so powerful. Yeah, and I'm like, you know what? That's perspective that I am not. I'm not in that your viewpoint. No, exactly. But. As a movie standpoint, yeah. I have criticisms on it. Yeah. So I have some things to say as well. Let's get into some of this. Yeah. Um, it, eh, that's more of a spoiler. I don't want to talk about that right now. Yeah. Not non-spoilers to start off, off with. Um, so I really, if you didn't know already, they do like de-aging effects. I want to get into some of this because this yeah. is, I think, a really positive. Okay. Um. I think the de-aging effects are amazing. I only noticed a few times on Sam Jackson and Clark Gregg that I'm like, oh, like, they just don't look like this all the time. Like, yeah. the only time you can kind of tell is, like, with Clark Gregg a little bit, because you can see a bit of feathering at his hairline. Oh, yeah. But otherwise, like, Sam Jackson looks... Oh, so good. Perfect. Yeah. Like, this effect has gotten to be near flawless. Yeah. Like, he looks younger than he did when he made Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I heard somebody say, like, the one big thing I thought was wrong with this movie is that he didn't have a jerry curl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking you a goddamn thing, Captain Marvel. Um, but then, yeah, then the Clark... Clark Griggs is also great. He's not as in the movie as much. Yeah, in it, no, so he's, he's kind of like deal. the rookie that kind of moves in. Right. But I was actually surprised, even though I heard that Sam Jackson this a lot, like actually how much he was in it. Yeah. And he's like... He's like a secondary character. Yeah, right? for sure he is. And he's in it a lot. Yeah, usually like when Marvel does these de-aging, de-aged characters, they're like maybe in a scene. Yeah. But Sam Jackson is in pretty much the whole movie <laughs> yeah yeah and it yeah it like i said flawless the only time you can tell when it's he's old is when he's like running <laughs> because he runs like an old man he does he <laughs> runs like shit he runs like shit <laughs> because there, there is like a chase scene around like the middle of the movie where he's trying to like evade some people yeah and he runs like an old man yeah and i'm like yep. oh yeah you are close to 70 yeah i can see that now <laughs> But you look great. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also really enjoyed um, mostly all the effects. Um, like the scrolls, I think, look pretty great. Yeah. Um, I know. Even when it was just when it was the scrolls, like straight up, like not like as like something else. Uh-huh. I thought they looked not too bad. Yeah. Um, I wasn't a, like a big fan of like their transformation effect. Yeah. I thought it was, I guess in my mind, I thought it was going to be something a little yeah. different, but it was, it was fine. I liked, um, a few, uh, other, they're like in space for a, a small chunk of the movie. I liked mm -hmm. the other, other worldly characters effects. The yeah. Humanoids and stuff like Even, that. Even, uh, Bendy Mendy in this, mm -hmm. like I, he usually plays like a very stoic, like, like, you will never get past me type of villain. Uh-huh. And in this, he kind of plays it up more goofy than usual. And I was digging it. Uh, yeah, he, I think Bendy Mendy is, like, one of my favorite people in this. Yeah, he uh, definitely subverts expectations. Yeah. You ben Mendelsohn, for those that are, don't know our lingo. <laughs> we just call him Bendy Mendy all the time. Yeah. 
Um, so that was a, a, a pleasant surprise, too. Yeah. Um, there were, near the end, effects-wise, I thought it was like, well, it's kind of like a lot of flash mm-hmm. going on. I'm like, eh, well, this one, this isn't as fun as, like, some of the earlier effects are not as, like, a powerful as an effect. Yeah. Um, but it's, like, a lot of fun and splashes of color and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. So it's, like, near the end of the movie where it's all ramping up and... Oh, yeah. Um, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, the 90s aesthetic is fairly strong in this. Yeah. If you couldn't tell from the soundtrack. Oh, I mean, every scene starting up? <laughs> um, the... Uh, I would say that is one of my, like, critiques. Yeah. In this is okay. So let me reemphasize by saying there's like a episode of freedom that I was just listening to yeah. in which they were talking about like movies set in certain time periods and they only listened to the hits of yeah, that the time hits of ever that, yeah, yeah, of like, that year. Yeah, like it came out yesterday and it's like <laughs> now it's being played all the time. Yeah. And like they never listen to any other music besides the yeah. the music of that year only, mm-hmm. and so that now that's all I can ever think about. It's like yeah, yeah. I listen to mo- like songs from the eighties all the time, and mm-hmm. it's twenty nineteen. Like, what songs would they be playing on the radio for like twenty nineteen? Yeah, like that'd be the only songs they ever play. They would never like play pour some sugar on me or whatever like that <laughs> yeah. i don't know why i went to that song. although she loves guns and roses that's very true that's very true <laughs> but there was um just that that just kind of became a, a bit of like an annoyance to me some songs are fine yeah and i guess if you look into it a little too hard like really that uh some songs came out when this movie wouldn't have happened yet yeah but they all happened in the 90s so it's like who cares yeah it, it's very uh we'll talk about that more later but sure yeah it's very it's very uh 90s yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> um but there were a few things in it that i thought were funny for being in the 90s yeah like a little fun little like oh yeah 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 for sure for um, sure even, like even from the trailer like just her landing in a blockbuster yeah like that's pretty great yeah yeah <laughs> like the ref they'll they'll make references where it's like even like for us where we're like more technologically advanced than they were back then they do make some jokes where it's like well that's just that's just how things are it's the 90s. <laughs> yeah we don't know any different what is <laughs> Um, I also like the way that Brie Larson plays it that, um, I mean, from the trailers, you know that she's from, she's got earth memories somehow. And then, um, she, but she is now from space and I like it now that when she finds herself on earth, she's so accustomed to living like in space that when they get there, like earth, it seems like a tad primitive and she's just like. She's on this, like, mission that's pretty much life or death. Yeah. For, like, the Earth. And so she just needs, like, I need these things to, like, a security guard. Are you the security guard of this sector? Yeah. And it's just, like, a security guard for the parking lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was, like, some funny, like, like cool humor there. That yeah. she's, like, this space cop that comes down. Yeah, they do, like, some fun fish out of water <laughs> stuff here and there. Um, Not a whole lot, though. Mm-mm. I thought it was going to be more so, and I think I might have liked it if they did do just a little bit more yeah. fish out of... I mean, they already kind of did it with Thor. Yeah. But I, I like that 
kind of stuff. Yeah. I like when they do that. I like it. I, 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 I'm unabashedly <laughs> saying I like fish out of water stories. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about spoiler free? Uh, spoiler free to kind of sum up how I feel without giving out any spoilers. Um, again, don't want to take away from like <laughs> the people that, that take a lot out of this. I feel like this movie is one giant pander in certain areas. <laughs> I'm not, like, I don't want to like, like I said, I don't want to take away from people that love this, but like I, I've seen, I've seen like ways to make strong female characters way better than they do in this. Like, I, I don't know. Like, to me in particular, it feels like this was a rush job. This whole movie felt like a rush job. Okay. Um, I know, I don't know, I would necessarily say a rush job, but it's another one of those where they hired an indie director team to do a big blockbuster movie. Okay. Like, I don't, I, I didn't, I, I wish I would have looked up more on like the directors and I, what they did before this. Let me look it up because I know I just had it in my freaking head <laughs> and now I've forgotten what it is. Um, I knew it was two directors. Yeah, they're a, it's a husband and wife team. Yeah. Um, sorry if everyone's yelling at us for <laughs> looking this stuff up. They made this movie, you fucking idiots! <laughs> uh, the directors are Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck. Yeah. Um, they directed Half Nelson. Um, it's a kind of funny story. Sugar. Um... Let's see all their filmography. Uh, they did some episodes of Billions. <laughs> um, but, no, there was like a big one that they just did. It's kind of a funny story. Is that the one? Or no, not. Uh, is that the one where? Uh, is it Zach Galifianakis? Yep. And okay, I've seen that one. Yeah, it's very independent. <laughs> yeah. Um. But, from my personal standpoint, like watching this, it felt like there was a lot of um it didn't feel like like something that was planned from the get-go. Like I, I like I it gave me a vibe of like we're we're going to use Captain Marvel in the upcoming Avengers movie and then someone said, "Well, we'll, we'll just make her give her, her own movie because like all of this like, uh, this empowerment stuff is really big right now. Let's just give her her own movie. And then they were like, well, we don't have any really plans for it. And then they're just like, well, just give her something. Mm. I, 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 nothing about this felt like they had plans for it. Even like a lot of the things that they do in the nineties to kind of like set up like, oh yeah, this was in the past. This is, this is like foreshadows things that you've already seen before all that foreshadowing feels like it was forced see i don't uh i don't necessarily agree with that per se is that it feels rushed because they feige has been hyping this movie for years yeah and i want to say more or less that it uh They could, I guess, they didn't necessarily have to place this movie right before Endgame. They could have done this movie after. 
Yeah. To find out, like, a story leading up into mm-hmm. Endgame. So they, like, go back and, like, retcon a little bit yeah. of stuff. But, I mean, it that doesn't really matter where they place the movie or not. But it just feels like, like a time filler. Because, really, the movie doesn't... Overall, it doesn't do anything much different than, like, another Marvel origin story. See, <laughs> I'm going to disagree because I... In all honesty, this is probably one of the worst Marvel films I've seen. <laughs> I don't. Wanna, I like, don't disagree. I, that... I, I like. I, I feel so fucking shitty, like shitting on this because. It's... But I can, I can defend that because I. It doesn't. It does like the Marvel origin story thing again. It does do it a little differently, where they kind of tell it like out of sequence, where you kind of fill in the. Like, the beginnings, because yeah. she already has her powers. Yeah. But you kind of get to go and piece that together throughout the movie. Playing with, like, subjecting, like, how she, like, uncovers all of her past memories and stuff like that. Yeah. And that, I don't think that's too spoilery. But, uh, I, I want, <laughs> the main issue I have with this movie is Brie Larson. Yeah. I don't think she's good in this. <laughs> and I don't want to say that because that was like the biggest argument of all these anti Captain Marvel yeah. people going into this movie. And I was so apprehensive about even wanting to bring that up on this show because it does like almost back up their claim about this movie. But I'm like, I don't agree with them. These people, yeah, I just don't think she was very strong in this movie. And but and then but that's my thing though is like I feel like Brie Larson could be good. Like I am looking forward to seeing her in Endgame. It's just that this movie's so bad that they don't give her a chance to be that strong character that I know she could be. See, I'm like subverting that and saying I think the script would have been better if the main focal point. Captain Marvel was a better actress. Because I think her supporting cast is pretty strong. But everybody trying to support, like, dead weight, I don't think that helps at all. But even the, like, you said, like, the supporting cast, even I feel like in certain points, even they're not really given much to do either. We're going to be going around this until we get to spoilers, but I'll just say I feel like Brie Larson... Could be a good Captain Marvel. It's just that the way this movie frames her character and frames the story they're trying to tell, it feels like a cop-out to just make something that they can rush out that just is like 90s nostalgia, female empowerment, some crazy weird political message. There we go. Now we got a bunch of people that can jump on board for this. Yeah. I feel like it wasn't... Even if it was planned, I don't think it was thought out enough to be a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm. All right. I, I don't necessarily agree with that so much. But, I'll, but I'll, I'll, I respect I'll, I'll, your opinion. I'll clarify it more in spoilers. But... Okay. Well, then let's, why don't we just jump in? Would you? But before we do that, would you recommend people to see it? I'm, from a, a dude's <laughs> point of view, like, I... I don't think it was the strongest of the Marvel films, but, like, if you do have, like, a daughter or you do have, like, a, like a girlfriend or, or a wife that does want to see a woman in that powerful of role, yeah, definitely check it out. 
But from my point of view, I feel like it was kind of... I don't think it was as strong of a story as Marvel usually puts out. Okay, yeah. I, I would say if you were a completionist for all these Marvel movies, like I am, um, I would say, yeah, go check it out. Like, it does lead right up into Endgame, and it, like, uh, lets you piece together things that were dropped in Infinity War a little bit, and shows how, like, certain objects get to where they are. But, like, it's mostly just a conjoining piece between two other bigger things. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like I needed to do some homework before this, too. There were some things that come came up where I was like, what? what? <laughs> um, but I, I... So I would say, yeah, watch it for that reason. And if you do have, like, somebody that is really looking forward to a hero like this, then please, yeah, go yeah, see it. Yeah, no, totally but for that. Otherwise, I think you could skip it. Yeah. Yeah, even... You said that even for a completionist, I'd... I'm kind of curious to see how this story will lend itself to future stories in the long run. Because even the things they introduce in this, I don't think they filled in a lot of gaps. In fact, I think some of the things in this made more gaps. Okay. <laughs> well, then why don't we get into some spoiler talk? Yeah. Um. Let's just start with that point right there. Yeah. What what gaps do you think it makes? Well, um, I was even listening to certain stuff where uh, they bring up where they're already S.H.I.E.L.D. in the 90s. And yeah. they even bring up in Iron Man that they don't come up with S.H.I.E.L.D. until the end of Iron Man. But Peggy Carter was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and that was in the 40s. Yeah, but Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is fucking TV. But it all connects. It's all the same shit. <laughs> but then, why do you? How do you explain? Like, oh yeah, now we've come up with Shield in Iron Man. They, yeah. Well, that's just a retcon that doesn't work. Yeah, it's, it's, but it's that weird. was they didn't have the foresight to see that at that time. And then, I can overlook that. And then, like, uh, but even like the Tesseract, like how the where, what's all this shit with the Tesseract? Like, was is it a second Tesseract? No, it's the same. Okay, so I fig I figured this out. <laughs> so. At the end of Captain America, the first Avenger, yeah. the Red Skull has it. Yeah. He gets zipped off into whatever planet and shows up in Infinity War. Yeah. And then it falls to the ship into the Arctic Ocean. Yeah. Howard Stark recovers that on the search for Captain America's crashed ship. Oh, okay. And it comes into S.H.I.E.L.D. custody. Oh, okay. That government... Uh, oh, yeah, because they had it in, in, in Avengers, didn't they? Yes. And so, during while it's in custody... Uh, Annette Benning has it on loan to work for this to get the warp drive oh, she's gotcha. trying to make. Gotcha, gotcha. And then it uh, is in Avengers, and then Loki takes it and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. Because yeah. I was trying to think that too. It was like, <laughs> isn't it lost or somebody else has it at the time? But like during this chunk yeah. of time, and then it a could cat be swallows it. And then a cat <laughs> swallows it, yeah. The cat got. Very audible reactions from the theater I was in. Yeah. Positive. And I was like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I th I did like that Nick Fury really liked the cat. Molly yelled at me because we stuck around for the ending credits thing. It was like, you made me s sit for ten minutes to watch a cat puke. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even after that, I was like, well, I gotta piss. Like, that was my reaction. <laughs> I wish I didn't sit. I was like, 
I've had cats. I don't need to see this again. Yeah. Uh, but, like, like most of the holes in general for me, it just felt like this, it's, it's the 90s, and they're dealing with extraterrestrials, and extraterrestrials that can blend in with the people around you. Uh-huh. And no one really handles it like a person would. How so? Like, react. <laughs> like, scrolls becoming people? Yeah, like, like the, the only thing that Nick Fury's been exposed to before aliens was out-of-country... Skirmishes. And skirmish, yeah. And now he's being exposed to aliens, and not even aliens, but aliens that can, like, disguise themselves as the people around him, and he's like, shit. Yeah, I did find that a little weird, too, that they didn't find it more terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> that they were being like, secretly invaded. A lot of, a lot of like, the actions and a lot of, like, what's going on in this movie feels so lackadaisical. Like, they just are taking it like, well, we better do this, I guess. Where it's like, do you even care? Like, do you even want to, like, like prevent whatever this... this major event is that's going to take place because a lot of it just kind of turns into like events where they just kind of have like snarky comments back and forth. I like, like, I don't, I don't know. I never felt like there was any mission even like they were just kind of following people. Uh, um, that I, I didn't mind so much. Like I could follow what they were trying to do. Um, my like just i want to go back to like my main complaint is that like i found brie larson to be not charming like i i found her very wooden on the screen i think she's wooden because the way that they fr- they frame the story is a way that they would frame a story if they didn't want to give someone any kind of character development cuz it's it's literally you're literally watching a blank board of a person because you're watching someone that has no memory of their past life, so you can literally do whatever you want with them without having to get any character development out of them, because it's like, I'm trying to figure out who I am. Like, the amnesia thing is such a fucking lazy story, story yeah, device. It's a little played out. And and they, they use it where it's like, it's not even interesting. Like, I've heard so many people be like, oh my god, it's like Marvel's Memento, where I was like, Keep those two fucking things out of your mouth. <laughs> comparing Captain Marvel to Memento, because Memento is fucking awesome. But it's like, with Memento, Memento was like, the all of the flashbacks were to lead up to you finding out that this person is no nowhere near who he was before he lost his memory. Mm-hmm. In Captain Marvel, it's, it's pretty much to present someone that has no fucking personality and to give an excuse to... And give the excuse as, like, well, she lost her memory, so of course she has no personality. I was like, well, then fuck you. Uh-huh. Then why should I even watch or care about her? Uh-huh. And then they like, they give these, like, stupid flashbacks where it's like, what does any of this have, have to do with her story? Like, most of them are just her, like, falling down so then they can do this big fucking thing at the end where she gets back up every single time where it's like, cool, but... What does that have to do with the story? Like, why? How are you not? How are you trying to progress her as a character? I don't think she changes from the first moment you see her to the the last moment you see her, for the exception of like 
that weird device they have attached to her neck like breaks. So now she has like full strength power as opposed right. to, be, to the end. But throughout, she doesn't grow as a person. Yeah, I don't think so. She yeah, she's pretty this, much the same throughout. She just I I don't even know if she even grows like really more confident. She just grows physically stronger. She's she was confident from the first from yeah, she's scene one. Yeah, she's pretty she, like yeah, scene one. She's like headstrong and very sure of herself and yeah. And um, I want to see someone grow. I don't want to see someone just like fall into whatever like it just it, it felt like this movie had no story it was just we have these certain points we want to hit and it's not even points involving a story it's points like what will people connect with and like even like, like i'm all for like female empowerment but then female empowerment stuff and this felt like pandering like let's let's have a guy show up and say why don't you smile more like, yeah, th that happens, but it was, like, it was so out of nowhere, and it was an excuse for her to steal a guy's bike. Like, give us something where it's, like, how can I connect? Like, how can I, a dude, connect with this woman who's making her way through this world? Like, I want to connect with her, but I can't connect with her when you're just giving, giving out stuff that, like, you might have heard in passing that women have been through in the past. Hmm. Okay. I I want to keep disagreeing with you that you say it doesn't have any story. What I think is harmful to this movie's reputation is that the bar has already been set so high with really great like movies in this yeah. MCU timeline. One that just happened like not even that long ago. Oh yeah, I know. And so like when you get something like this or Doctor Strange or, like, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Like, yeah. they just happen to just, like, hit in the middle of the road or maybe lower for some people. And it's just, like, they're you'll end up forgetting about them. But then, like, also, Doctor Strange was done better in Infinity War than I think in Doctor Strange. Yeah. So that's why I'm looking forward to, like, Captain Marvel being in Endgame and seeing, like, her under a different direction. Because I don't yeah. know, like, if in this... Like, if it was her direction was to be stoic, and she came off as just, like, a cardboard cutout. Yeah. Or if that was, like, what she is going for. But, like, I watched some other, like, press for this movie just to get, like, a... I, I want to know, like, more about Brie Larson because I really don't know anything about her. And She's really, a good actress. I've seen her in some stuff I, that I Then really I haven't like. seen it even in... I can't even stand her in real life. <laughs> check out, uh, check out Room. I know she won an Oscar for it. Yeah, and she's it's good like, in that. But... No, it's just, like, I I appreciate, like, movies like Doctor Strange and Ant-Man and the Wasp after, like, these big event movies like Avengers. Because, like, they, they a palate cleanser. Yeah, because they feel like they're about fun. Like, they just, they just, it's a, a throwout, it's like a throwaway story. You go in, you, you, it's a way to kind of ease yourself back into the Marvel Universe after this big traumatic event. Like that's what that's what Ant Man and that's what Doctor Strange does. This it's so packed full of like, just like kind of minute Marvel minutia where I'm like, I'm trying to like decipher like, okay, who's who? Like, who were the Kree again? Like, were the Kree something that I remember from 
I knew they were in Guardians of the Galaxy, but I think they were the bad guys. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Here, that I remember the Ronin guy was one of the main villains. So I know he's a thing, but now he's working with the Kree that's supposed to be the good guys, but now they're not the good guys. So were they the good guys in the Guardians? <laughs> I can't remember. Like, there's so much shit I'm trying to fucking shuffle through to try and make sense but of that's, this. But that's all, it all works itself out in the end. I know, but it's like, I, I, I don't want that shit. I want, like, something that I can just kind of, like, if you're going to introduce a character, don't introduce a bunch of fucking shit you're supposed to know to make sure this character makes sense. Like, if you're going to do a fucking origin story, make it an origin story. Don't make it a, a continuation of things that I'm supposed to know that I'm, like, I feel like I didn't do homework before this. Oh, and see, then I even didn't... and even then, like they even do shit where it's like 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 I like I said before, like the female apartment stuff kind of felt a little forced, but even they do some weird fucking political messages in this where I'm like, why are you saying why are you why are we doing this for a movie that's supposed to take place in between these Avengers movies that where I'm just supposed to have a good time? Hmm. Like the whole scroll Cree thing, they pretty much frame it in a way where it's like the scrolls are just trying to find a home and the Cree want to eradicate them because they're like these foreign aliens where it's like, look, I'm not dumb. I know you're trying to do some fucking political statement where we're, yeah, we're living in a world where we're fucking, we have like this thing going on where Trump's trying to build a wall, blah, blah, blah. I get it, but I don't want a fucking political message shoved down my throat. I want to have a fucking... Just a, a, a plain, fun adventure. Well, to rebuttal that, in the books, the Krees and the Skrulls are always at war with each other. Yeah. And so, like, they're bringing that aspect to the movies, which I found fun. What I did find fun about that, though, is, like, Bendy Mendy, we said, like, subverted our expectations. Yeah. Because he found out that the Skrulls aren't the bad guys. They are actually, like, these refugees yeah. trying to steal this warp drive in order to escape the Kree from being, like, getting them all wiped out. Yeah. Which I was like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Because they promoted all of these ugly green aliens as the bad guys. And yeah. visually, you're just like, oh, yeah, they would never be good guys. But then you find out that they're, like, fairly passive. Yeah, they do capture captain marvel at one point but they never physically assault her mm -mm. she goes through and kills a bunch of them probably like yeah just punching them to death or whatever yeah but uh yeah a lot of them get murdered <laughs> at this. least you would think maybe they shape-shifted all their vital organs to the other side oh, of their of body course. yeah of course who knows but yeah i really enjoyed ben mendelson in this no yeah i think he's one of my favorite characters in I this. I think he is my favorite character in this. Yeah, okay, I'll say that too. <laughs> because Yeah, because he is like, he, well, he's just so fucking good. I yeah. fucking love Ben Mendelsohn. And, uh... I even love that he still had his Australian accent. Yeah. And all the other scrolls just, like, had regular <laughs> American accents. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Made no sense, but I love yeah, it. Yeah, he, he, but he comes off as super likable too. Mm -hmm. Like, once you get to the point where, like, you realize he's not the villain... He does lay that charm on you where you're like, fuck, why did I even hate you to begin with? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you find out he, he doesn't even want to get to that spaceship for that warp drive. He just wants to get to his family. Yeah, he just wants to get to his family, yeah. And I'm like, my God. Yeah. What a great message. Yeah. But again, it, it, it I feel like it frames it in a way where it's like it's a political message. 
Yeah, I mean, maybe. Like, I didn't look that deep into it at that point. <sighs> See, it's like, there's so much shit they put into this where it's like, what the fuck are you trying to say? Like, they do, like, the whole thing where it's like, oh, Earth is a shithole. Like, the fucking, like, where, like, Trumbull's, like, shithole countries. And there's, like, so many references to cages and stuff. And then, of course, all the families are, like, kept in this You need to fucking... stop listening to the No, dollop. but no. <laughs> but it, it literally is. Like, you look into this shit, it's all fucking, like, political message bullshit. Where it's, like, okay, maybe the whole Cree scroll thing is a thing that's played out in comics. But you know what you're doing. You know what you're fucking doing when you make a story like this in this in this kind of political climate. And I don't want that shit if I'm going to try and watch a movie that's supposed to bridge between two movies that are already pretty heavy as they are. And then you're being like, yeah, but families are being split up. <laughs> we're like, fuck, man. Okay. <laughs> See, I was able to overlook all those things. I don't find that as, like, a huge blow. I mean, maybe if you are more politically... Uh, I guess active in what your stuff like you more are so than me, <laughs> then like maybe you pick up on those things. But I was able to just not even think about that and just turn my brain off and watch it. Yeah, but it's like that, and then like uh, the female empowerment stuff that felt really forced, and then all the '90s references where like yeah, there were some that were funny, but it just felt like it was like a kind of a crutch where it's like, well, I don't know what to do here. There's a Radio Shack. Like, I don't know what to do here. There, Here's a 90s song. I don't know what to do here. Here's a, here's a scene where we're watching something download for a long time. Like, it just felt like there was such a, a small story that they didn't know what to fill in the gaps with. So that's why they made it in the 90s. Like, I couldn't... I don't know. It just... It felt like they were really trying to just fill in gaps and it doesn't it, it didn't strike me as like something that they really put their really put work into which is disheartening because it's like if you're gonna make a strong female character then make a fucking good story yeah um sure <laughs> i i i'm having a hard time getting behind you on some of those things um i mean because like other uh, Marvel movies had simple stories, and they weren't necessarily groundbreaking or anything, but, like, the characters in it made it worthwhile to watch. Yeah. And that's what's wrong with this, is I don't feel like there's any characters that... There's nothing in this that solidifies it. Like, I feel like this is gonna be one of those ones that kind of falls to the wayside when we're talking about, like, the great Marvel films of the past. Yeah. Um, I do think that, like, if there's, um, I do think that, like, compared to, like, maybe Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman blows this movie out of the water. Oh, exactly. Like, that, that perfect example. Like, I even, even, like, Black Panther, I feel, has, does a way better job of spotlighting how powerful women can be. Mm. Oh, Cause, yeah. Because, like, uh, because, like, Wonder Woman and Black Panther, what they do is... They'll put women in the spotlight and then not, like, talk about it. Or, like, say it to your face that this is a powerful moment. You need to watch this. Like. They just are. They just are. They, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you look at Wonder Woman and you're like, that is a powerful woman. You look at, like, the uh, 
Durant, I can't remember the names of them. I like, can't remember like either. Black Panther's bodyguards that are all female. You look at them, that's a powerful woman. And then you could look at Captain Marvel and say that's a powerful woman, but it feels like this movie is so insecure about how powerful she is that they have to put in scenes where it's like, that's her being powerful. Look at this scene. This is her being powerful. That guy said she's a smile more. She's stealing his bike. That means she's powerful. Like, there's so many scenes where they have to, sh they have to like, tell you to your face, this is a powerful woman, you need to pay attention to her. You know what I, I wish they almost did, had more of? To show, like, more of her time on Earth, I guess. Because I think that would have maybe helped out. Because I think I'm, I might have also be piggybacking on somebody else's idea where they said, like, we should have seen more of her in the Air Force. Yeah. Like, show her being, like, an amazing dogfighter. Like, yeah. the guy who says, that's why they call it a cockpit. Yeah. Or whatever. I'm just like, yeah. why doesn't she, like, end up helping him on, like, a skirmish or something? And yeah. And just, like, showing that she's, like, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like, totally shows him up or whatever. Yeah. But then, but then this movie has to say, well, in order for her to be powerful, a fucking engine has to blow up in her face. <laughs> so then it's like I mean it's 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 frustrating like I, I, I want to like this movie but it's like there's so many things where it, it kind of cuts itself off at the shin where it's just like it's almost kind of undercutting its message because they they're so insecure about making sure that it's a strong female character mm. that they that they're afraid of making her look weak in certain scenes for her to build herself back up. Mm. Yeah. Well. Uh. And that's that's not what a story is. Um, I think I've gone pretty much through all of my notes. So, you said that this is probably one of your least favorite movies. Yeah. Actually, right before we were recording, I've just brought up like an odd... I don't remember if something was on the screen or what. Oh, Iron Man 2 was on Hulu or whatever. Yeah. And I said that, like, IGN or some some ranking site ranked Iron Man 2 as the worst one. Yeah. And I don't agree with Iron Man no. 2 being the worst one. No. But where would this fall? I feel like, like Captain Marvel fall. I feel like Captain Marvel's, like, on par with Thor The Dark World. Yeah. As, like, they're, they're probably vying for the worst Marvel film ever made. <laughs> <laughs> well, that being said, like... Even like oh the a bad Marvel film yeah. is still not fucking Batman versus Superman yeah. which I think is atrocious. Yeah. No, and there are fun moments in this. Like I don't think I was bored at, a, at any point. It's just there's so much stuff in here where I, I was it I wasn't bored, I was just kind of disheartened <laughs> at certain points. Like I wanted I wanted this movie to not tell me she was powerful. I wanted to, I wanted this movie to show me she was powerful. And yeah, she is powerful, but it was like like I want I want her to show me that she's powerful, not just give her things to make her powerful. Yeah. Um Yeah, like, I... so much about the Marvel characters is they're so they're so much stronger before they become powerful. Like even Tony Stark, like the thing I love the most about Iron Man three is like they have that whole part where he has doesn't have access to a suit, and he's like he's like James he's like the James Bond of technology. Yeah, like he shows that he is Iron Man because he can do these things without the Iron Man suit. Yeah, 
You know, like, there are people that hate that part of the movie, and I think that's one of the strongest them. parts. Fuck them. <laughs> like, like I, I want, I want those scenes in movies to show me why they're a hero. Yeah. Without being powerful. Right. Like. You see why Captain America's Captain America before he's Captain America. Mm-hmm. You get a you get like a sense of what everyone is like before they become powerful that shows why they're a hero. And I I feel like we never really get that with Captain Marvel. Like we get it in like small flashbacks here and there and then an engine blows up on her face and then she's super powerful. Yeah. But what did she do before that that showed that she was like deserving of deserving the of the power? Yeah. And we never like it's just this movie was so insecure about it. They were just like, she's been powerful this whole time. We're like, no, I want, I want to see what she did to build herself up to that point of being such a hero that I'm rooting for her. Yeah. I can, yeah, I can see that for sure. I agree with that. Um, yeah. So like that, all of these things, like it is when our preamble started, it's like, I feel like you can't hate this movie. Yeah. But, like, there are things that I just don't agree that work well as a movie standpoint. Yeah. To make it, like, an entertaining, rewatchable film. Like, I tweeted this earlier today. The fucking weird scene where Sam Jackson is in that autopsy room (laughs) and just, like, looks over at the autopsy guy and they're just like, yeah. And then they just fucking lift up the sheet and look at this alien's dick. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like it's almost awkward how long they look at his dick. Or yeah. then they're just like they think that's not or it's like Yeah. And they walk out like, Why why is that a th- like, I wonder if that was like ad libbed and they thought it was funny and left it in the movie. Because it feels <laughs> like it doesn't fit. Yeah. Why would it they want it? Why does it do that? It doesn't fit. And then did you like what they did with uh how Nick Fury lost his eye? No. I don't. <laughs> I don't like it. I would have liked it more if they would have played off, would have played it off as like something where like he comes up with like a, like a pretty elaborate story throughout. But like, there's that scene in like Winter Soldier, right? When he's having that like big conversation with Robert Redford, where he's like, "Last time I trusted some, last time I trusted somebody, I lost an eye." Yeah. Where it's like you can see where he's like he's broken up and he's fucking pissed. Yeah. Like that's why he's kind of. To himself a lot. Right. And then they play it off as like, oh yeah, a stupid cat scratched his eye. Right. Granted, it's not a kid, it's a fucking beast or whatever it is. But even he doesn't even play it off like it's a big deal. Like, yeah, I know. Even if something dumb happened to me where I lost my eye, I'd be like, fuck! (laughs) I lost my fucking eye! Yeah. It happens to him. He's like, oh, shit. You know what I also wish that they did? You know, like in Hot Tub Time Machine where Crispin Glover is oh, like, trying to lose his arm. I thought they were going to do Because even that, that he has that car crash where he comes out and like there's that big gash over his eye yeah. where it's like, oh, no, they're going to do the Crispin Glover from I Hot Tub Time Machine the whole fucking they movie. They did it like one time in the yeah. movie. I could have taken three more times. I know, because he has that gash over his eye, and then his eyes like all bloodshot and red, where it's like, oh, man, are they going to do this fucking Crispin Glover shit? Yeah. Where it's like, how is he going to lose his eye? Yeah. I would have loved I would have. I wouldn't even have minded if he didn't lose his eye in this movie at all. 
Like they just teased it the whole time and he never loses it. I know that'd be sweet. That I would have I would have just thought that was the funniest thing in the world. But yeah, yeah I didn't like so it. So many how. things happen to his eye, he never ends up losing <laughs> it. I would love that so much. <laughs> Uh, that would have been he just has fun- like so many scratches around his eye <laughs> yeah. but his eye's still intact yeah he's still fine it would have it would have been so great <laughs> but i mean they kind of set it up in this movie as well like they don't necessarily they show that yeah he got scratched in the eye and that's probably how he loses it but if they wanted to retcon that they still can because yeah. there's a tad jump in time where maybe he'd something else happened if they need to retcon it because they get tons of backlash on this, they still can. And I hope they do. I hate the whole idea of retconning, though, because it's such a fucking cop-out. I know it is, but if it's done well, then nobody cares. Well, then we'll see. Yes, we will. I'm a fan of a great retcon. Yeah. Like, the Winter Soldier is a retcon. He, he was never a rig- He was... In the books, he was Bucky Barnes, yeah. Captain America's kid sidekick like Robin, yeah. and he died in the 50s in yeah. the comic books, yeah. and then they brought him back in like 50 years later in the comics, and now he's like the biggest thing. Yeah. He was never, ever back until like 50 years later. Yeah, well- That's a good retcon. And they're they're uh, they're teasing that he's going to be like the next Captain America. Yeah. So that'd be cool. Yeah. So, retcons are fine, JT. You're so naysay. Bah humbug, Troy. Bah humbug. <laughs> what did you think of the uh, the, uh, at the the mid-credits slash uh, teaser to, uh, to oh, Endgame? Endgame? I thought it was fine. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was fun seeing, like, the rest of the gang. Yeah. To see how, to see what they're up to. Yeah. Not, <laughs> like, crying. Just, being just like, waiting. This pager just... This pager went off. Fuck. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't really expect much from it. Yeah. It's pretty much what they did with uh, Civil War with, um, what was it, Ant-Man? I remember they, they did they did a thing where they showed like a scene from Civil War as like a mid credit scene for Ant-Man because they did that whole thing where he's like, where uh, Falcon's like, I know a guy. Oh, is that the one where like Bucky's yeah, arm Bucky's is arm in a is in a vice or like yeah. something? Yep. What the fuck was that? I, I still don't, don't know I can't what that remember. is. I know I, it's in Civil War, but I can't remember what the fuck it is. That is like my least favorite end credits <laughs> thing. It sucks. It was just a scene from the movie. I know, but this is I bet, I bet this is what what this is gonna be for Endgame. I bet that that scene from is gonna be an Endgame. Maybe with uh with Captain Marvel in it. Maybe who knows. Anyway, you done talking about this movie yet? Yeah, I'm I think done. I am. I'm done. What, what are you grading this, Troy? Um, <sighs> I don't know, man. I think <laughs> you I... don't want any backlash. I honestly came out of the movie fairly disappointed. Mm-hmm. And I, the more I think about it, I'm like, yeah, I like things here and I like things there, but as a whole. I really had an issue with mostly Brie Larson. Yeah. Because I think if it was, like, a different, more energy to the character, I think I could have taken this exact same script, and I think it would have made the movie lighter and more fun to watch. Okay. So, uh, I think I'm going to give it C-. Really? Yeah. See, I'm going to give you pretty much the same grade, but uh, I feel like... 
I don't think it's Brie Larson's fault. I just think it's the movie. <laughs> like, I feel like I, I, I have a lot of faith in what the Russos could do with her. Because Brie Larson is a good actress. And I think Captain Marvel, if given the right material, could be an interesting character. But I feel like this movie felt like kind of a cash grab where it was like, okay, we could put Captain Marvel in Avengers and introduce her that way. Or we could get off of all of this women empowerment hype, put out a movie that stars her, do a bunch of female empowerment stuff in there where we're saying strong females, strong females, right? And then also throw in 90s nostalgia for the millennials and also throw in some possible, I might be reading too much into it, political messages <laughs> that can really get like some people really hyped about like, they believe in us kind of shit. Because that's... Besides, like, the weak story, that's all this movie is. And it feels like such a cash grab that it's pretty disappointing. So I'm going to give it a C- also. But not for the reasons that you're giving it for. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> you're entitled to your own opinion, and I respect that. Fair enough. But I do believe in Brie Larson. Well, I believe in Brie Larson, Troy. Jury's still out on my we side. Will, we will revisit this on Endgame, and yes. we will see what she does. Okay. I believe in Brie Larson. All right. All right, fair enough. Uh, is you is you have you been into anything else? Uh, I watched. Uh, Molly got me uh, interested in watching How to Train Your Dragon. Okay, because uh, she saw it when she it was one of her favorite movies growing up, and uh, I don't even know if it was growing up. It was just something that she liked. But we watched it, and uh, it was cute. I the, feel like the if, first one. Yeah, I feel like if it ever comes out on streaming, we could do a. Uh, Revisit of uh, Operation No Baby because <laughs> it, it's it, it's a fun flick, especially for like if for like a kid or maybe even like a for like a, a kid of the more male persuasion, like a male, it would be uh, I think it'd be fun. Like it's it's definitely one of those like trying to gain the acceptance of your dad and then uh, riding dragons. Like there's so many <laughs> like there's a lot of like. How to train them. How to train them. <laughs> but no, it, it's, it definitely, it, it draws off of that, like, uh, the main character Hiccup being kind of a nerd in a uh, in a society full of jocks because he's a Viking. Uh-huh. And then uh, once he comes across a dragon, like, all of, like, the nerdy stuff that he knows and then and, uh, instituting that into kind of training him. Like, I don't know. It, 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 it's fun. Yeah, I enjoyed I've, it. I've I've seen the first one, and from what I can recall, I thought it was pretty solid. Yeah. Um, and I guess uh, with the third one out, there's a lot of people saying that like the three arc or the arc of all three movies is actually very good. Yeah. Like some of the best like trilogy of an animated movie like ever. Yeah. And I'm like really like Molly I guess it just keeps flying under my radar. Yeah, Molly talks of the second one like she thinks that's the the best one she's ever seen. She hasn't seen the third one yet. But she was like I'm showing you the first one so I can show you the second one in the in the future because I think the second one's the best one. Where I'm oh like my. holy shit. <laughs> and then I've heard the third one's pretty good too, so I'm like fuck I kind of want to watch all of them then. Yeah. <coughs> so yeah, Excuse How me. to Train Your Dragon. It's pretty good stuff. Okay. I, had, I had fun with it. All right. 
And uh, I also saw the winner for Best Picture at this year's Oscars, Green Book. Yeah. Troy, I'm not going to lie. I was charmed as fuck by this movie. <laughs> okay. I had a lot of fun with it. <clears throat> like, it, yeah, it panders to that whole, like, white guy saving the black guy in, in the South kind of uh, race-baiting film. But God damn it, are they so good. Like, Viggo Mortensen <laughs> and Mahershala Ali as their respective characters, are just, they're two guys that you just want to see be friends and talk <laughs> all, I, I, I want to see a sequel where they just talk to each other for an hour and a half. Because, <laughs> like, it's literally like the odd couple if Felix was played by a black dude that played piano and Oscar was played by a sloppy, fat Italian man. <laughs> okay. Right. And they're driving down the, down <clears throat> down the road through a, a musical tour through the South. Like, yeah, there is some scenes where it's like, okay, it seems really heavy-handed because it's like a guy where it's like, you're not allowed in here, you're black, and stuff like that. But, like, yeah, those scenes are kind of powerful in their own right, but the <laughs> the scenes that I was really... <laughs> Sorry. I, I hate to interrupt, but, like, I just got a flash of, like... Viggo Mortensen and, and Mahershala Ali trying to walk into a bar. And it's like just that scene from Star Wars where the droids aren't allowed into the bar. They're not it, allowed here. It's almost Your like droids. <laughs> There's like a scene where like uh, the other two members of uh, Mahershala Ali's band are white. So they're all sitting in this restaurant waiting for him. And they're all just kind of like having this conversation or whatever. And they look over. And then Viggo Mortensen weaves over to Mahershala Ali. And then the maitre d' stops him. And then Viggo Mortensen's like, Oh, fuck. <laughs> so he just walks over and they have this big fucking fight or whatever. So, But it's like, it's like things like that where it's like, okay, we'll wait for you here thinking that it's like going to be fine. And then it ends up not being fine where it's like, mm. well, then what the fuck? What are we supposed to do? Yeah. Like, I don't know. But yeah, it, it's, they have a lot of scenes like that where it is like very... Oh my god, the South is so racist kind of shit. Uh-huh. But the the more fun parts are just seeing like uh Mahershala Ali who plays like this musician who's like so prim and proper and then seeing Viggo Mer- Mortensen as his driver who's the sloppiest <laughs> fattest man. <laughs> like there's like a scene where like he's just there's a scene where like he's driving down the road and they like stop at a at a KFC because he's like <laughs> We're in Kentucky. I wonder if the chicken tastes better. <laughs> so they, he, he has to stop at a KFC to see if their KFC is better than the other KFC that he knows. Okay. And he's just eating this fried chicken in the grossest, sloppiest way ever. Like, he's, like, holding, like, a chicken breast in his full hand and just <laughs> smothering it in his face, eating it. And, like, pieces of it are falling on the floor. Oh. And his face is covered in grease. Where it's like, and then like you just see Mahershala Ali in the back seat, just like looking so disgusted, and he's like, "You want a piece?" And he's like, "Ugh." <laughs> like, Great. It's a fun. It's a fun fucking movie. I had a lot of fun just watching those two interact with each other. Okay. And then even like I can see how Mahershala Ali won for like best supporting actor for this because he plays like a character that's like, he's like a man without a country because. He's a black guy, and he's also very prim and proper, so then when they do, he is put in, like, these segregated areas where, like, you can't, you can only stay at, like, a blacks-only hotel or whatever. Yeah. And he's, 
surrounded by other black people that are like, they live, they're used to living a very low economic style living. Right. And they see this guy wearing a, a full blown like press suit, drinking like scotch out of a fucking snifter. Uh-huh. Like, who's this motherfucker? Uh-huh. And they're just like, hey, you want to play a game with us? Like, I don't play those games. He's like, well, fuck you then. <laughs> so then he's like, kind of like left by himself. And then you find out later that he's also gay. So then like, even like the straight people that he can connect with, like he's he's not really connecting with. Like he just, you get this feeling that he's like a man without a country. And then Viggo Mortensen is like this like sloppy, lazy fuckhead <laughs> who's just like, like he's like so lazy that it's like, Okay, whatever. Like, anything you do with them. Because, like, even, like, Mer- Lachalais is like, you do know that, like, uh, I don't I don't approve this. Like, okay, well, I'll stop then. I don't care. <laughs> it's like, they almost become friends because Viggo Mortensen's too lazy to even say no. <laughs> like, 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 they're just, like, they're, like, the two, like, it's just fun to watch their friendship bloom in that way. So, Green Book's a fun movie. I wouldn't say it's best picture of this year. Uh-huh. But it's it's a fun movie. I'd suggest checking it out. Okay, good deal. And that's all I've been into. Um, I, if uh, I haven't said it yet, was actually gifted a PS4. Yeah. Uh, last week, um, by some very uh, gracious coworkers of mine. Um, what are you looking for? Oh, just a beer in general. Um, Keep going. And I couldn't have been more surprised and humbled at the same time. Man, I, I'm going to tell you, I was so happy <laughs> when you got that. Like, I literally wanted, like, I was like, when I heard that, I was like, oh, God damn it. I'm, it couldn't happen to a better person. <laughs> oh, thank you're you. Such a, you're such a good dude. I just wanted good things to happen for you. Um, <laughs> And uh, I... Still am blown away at the generosity of all these people, but so I've been trying to dabble in it as much as I can while yeah. Chelsea's been off away. Oh yeah. And it's been hard to do anything with it. So I stayed up late last night, uh finally getting to play Red Dead Two, which I've been meaning to play forever. Yeah. And I never thought I was gonna get to. <laughs> and here I am now in a small room in the dark trying to play this game like a real human being again. Yes. Um, and that's... The video game equivalent to masturbation. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually... Uh, when I was at work, somebody was asking if I got to play the game yet and if I or I play multiplayer games or if I want to play the, the multiplayer on this or whatever. And I was saying, like, I don't get into the multiplayer things. All I want to do is sit alone and play with myself in the dark. And, like, I said that part louder than the rest. And, like, I had a few people turn and look and, like, what the fuck is he talking about? I'm like, video games, not my penis. <laughs> not that it's any different. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I've been really enjoying Red Dead 2 about as much as I thought I would. Yeah. It's such an immersive game. It's so it, good. It's ridiculous. I'm like 2% of the way through it. And yeah. I'm just like in love with the it. The world that they built for that is so fucking enormous. It's insanity. Yes. Like, wait till you get to, I think it's Saint-Denis is like uh-huh. their big city in that. Uh-huh. It is 
like it looks like Chicago in like the early 1900s. It's okay. enormous. It's an enormous fucking city. Okay. And it's like right in like the corner of the map. It's huge. Okay. Fucking huge. <laughs> okay. Okay. The only I think the only city I have available now is like that small Valentine or yeah. whatever. But yeah, I uh, I'm having a I'm having a blast, and like all I really want to do is just free roam and do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of getting burdened now by like I kind of have to do story missions for me to unlock more things. Yeah. So I'll be like, oh, I'll just go do some more of those, but then yeah. I'll just spend hours just wandering around. You know, it's so easy to like get wanted in areas too. Oh my god. I walk into Valentine, right? Yeah. That town. And there is a fight that breaks out in a bar where somebody gets thrown through a window and beaten to death in the road. Yeah. I go over and just loot his body. And now I'm wanted in Valentine, even though I didn't kill him at all. And then I accidentally do something else in Valentine. So now my bounty is like $180 for my head. Dude. Some guy stole my horse once, and I shot him off the horse, and now I'm wanted. <laughs> I some <laughs> like, guy. There was like a a part the other day where I was just there's a I kind of want to see how you can learn how to fish because I want to try to do it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, maybe I'll just talk to a guy by the river. It'll start like some mission or whatever. Yeah. And it wasn't. It was a guy just trying to pan for gold. And he's like, no, I haven't found anything yet. So I'm like, oh, okay. And I kind of walk up. And then I see him walking up behind me. And then he, like, pushes me down and steals my horse. I'm like, that fucker. So I just <laughs> yeah. whistle for my horse so it bucks up and bucks him off. Oh, and then perfect. I just come up and shoot him on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just loot his body. And then I just get out of there. It's so good. <clears throat> Yeah, but I've been having fun just, like, hunting animals and just foraging and just doing the yeah. most boring, mundane shit, and I'm loving every second of it. I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, if you take a bath in a in a hotel, you can get the chick to give you, a blo- like, a hand job or something, too. I've taken a bath in a hotel, and I haven't gotten any handies yet, unless you have to do a certain combination of things. Yeah, I feel like you have to, like, talk to her in certain ways, where then, then she's giving you a hand job, but I can't remember what it is. Because I... I don't think you can do, like, the saloon girls in there. Like, how you can do, yeah. like, yeah, like, like, prostitutes in Grand, Grand Theft Auto. Because yeah. I, well, it's all by Rockstar, so I'd assume that you could do, like... <laughs> you could just fuck anything? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but anyway. Uh, so anyway, I've just been pretty much into Red Dead 2. It's actually put me behind a few days on actually, like, reading stuff for, like, Imperious Rex. Oh, no, Troy. And this show. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? Well, I want to be happy, and if I don't no. get this in, I'm going to be a stressed-out hey, mofo. You know me, Troy. Just give me the word. I can I can fill in some dates with some <laughs> flashback episodes. Okay, great. Uh, but that's that's it. That's all I've been into. Fair enough. Yeah. So, if people want to tell me what their favorite part of Red Dead is without <laughs> spoiling it... yeah. Jesus, I just opened myself up for all that shit. Uh, where, wait, where can they send all the stuff they want to tell yeah, me to you? They, yeah, they want to send. <laughs> if they want to send, if they want to send me all the spoilers they want to tell you, but they can't. They, they can find me at Buggy Phone on Twitter, also Buggy Phone on Instagram, Buggy Phone on Snapchat, Troy. Uh, send me all the spoilers at Troy to the Max on Twitter. Uh, you can chat us both up at Review Review Pod on Twitter if you'd like. Uh, all of our new episodes are uploaded onto Facebook if you're on the whole Facebook thing, as well as review, 
reviewpod.podbean.com and a multitude of other places such as Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, uh, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. And if you are an Apple user, why don't you rate and review us there because that helps other people find the show. And if you want to write in, please do so at reviewrepod at gmail.com. That's fantastic. It is fantastic. Captain Marvel, huh? What a ride. Yeah. I still I feel so dirty saying the things I said about it, but I don't know. It's my opinion. That's just like that's all I can say. You'll just go down as a guy that hates women. That's it. Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, this is how I feel. Well, I, I don't hate I don't hate women. Shut up, Troy. You don't have to say that. People know you don't hate women. I know, but I... I feel like if you have to say it, then you I might hate women. I feel like talking shit about <laughs> Captain Marvel makes me seem like I hate women, and I don't. Well, good. Well, let's not dig ourselves a bigger hole. Fair enough. Uh, coming up Monday, we got quite We're an talking episode. about women! <laughs> We're talking about uh, the same woman twice! Yeah! Uh... We're diving into... We've already recorded this episode, so I, I already know it's pretty great. God, yeah. <laughs> yep. But uh, it's uh, a double dose of Tomb Raider. Yeah. Due to a mistake we, on one yeah, of our parts. Because we're awful at communicating with each other. <laughs> Troy watched the 2001 Tomb Raider, and I watched a 2018 Tomb Raider. So you'll see how both of us talk about both films and how they may... Be similar or different from yep. each other. Yep. It's it's uh, it's a good time. So check yeah. us out on Monday for that episode. And then coming up Thursday, we got La Femme Nikita. La Femme Nikita. And then the Monday after that, we're going to be talking about, in honor of La Femme Nikita being an assassin, talk about one of my favorite f- TV series from last year with the season one of Barry. Yes. Yeah. So get that under your belts by then. Giving you a yeah. little early because it's a full season or something. But yeah. they're 20 minute ups yeah, or so ish. Yeah. Like more 30 because HBO. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So they don't have commercials. Right on. But it's a fucking good show. Great. Uh, so that's what's coming down the pipeline. So uh, up until then. Uh, I've been Troy to the Max Extreme. Oh, yeah. JT, the Earth, yeah, K. <laughs> and we are, are, are all fair. <laughs>